<laughs> hey everybody it is the no name goal show a bonus compliment uh focused exclusively on hockey with uh your friends from the no name road show i am tim and i am joined as always by the man who i introduced just seconds ago joe mccarsky that's me all right joe so let's dive into hockey um holy crap now uh if you are not a hockey fan you are missing out because in my mind, the first round of the NCAA or the uh, first round of the NHL playoffs is as exciting, if not more so than the first round of the NCAA basketball tournament where there's just, it's pure chaos, right? Like the teams, like everyone who thinks that like things are open and easily, like, like there's certain, I would say the NFL baseball, every other sports league, if you're the number one seed, it go like you're guaranteed. The NHL, no way. You make it's it to chaos. the playoffs in the NHL, it's a whole the season restarts. There is no real it, it like it says, it's no real like, oh, this team, which there have been times that this team is the team to gonna go all the way. We do have favorites, but it's it happens every year. It's always that that 16th place team that's causing upsets everywhere and making everybody go bananas. And it's already starting this year in this playoffs. And I fucking love it. It's uh, it's been, uh, I think I heard earlier today on NBC, it's been nine days of playoffs so far. uh, And they now have 10 games of the nine days of playoffs have gone to at least one overtime and there's been like four games in double overtime. This has been uh, already another year of like absolute chaos, and I love it. It's it's out of control. I I usually just watch the Bruins, um, and maybe if somebody like mentions another team, I'll watch them. But this year, um, I'm vested in a few teams that I'm, I want to watch: the Colorado St. Louis, um, man, out of control. Uh, just feisty hitting, fighting everything you want. Um, and, and, and two of my favorite things so far right now, you know, as much as I respect Chara, my favorite thing is to see Krug and Chara get bounced first round. (laughs) Now it's, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, one of the things I think it would be fun to do is go, um, well, well two th- uh, let me start with that that comment first, which is one of the th- the Bruins just clinched today. It's Sunday uh, right. for for those of you who are listening. Uh, the Bruins just bounced the Capitals. Uh, two thoughts on that one. One, it was super fun to watch all of the Bruins uh, not give like respect for Chara, but right. not on the ice like they were super happy to put a hit on him or like wait for him to be like really slow. Like there was definitely like a passing of the torch of like, even like a McAvoy, right? Like, yeah, this is the reason why they released you is because the Bruins have a solid D and they don't need your old slow ass anymore. Even though you're a giant and still effective, the Bruins can do better. Right. Well, um, so my favorite thing, like bringing up McAvoy and bringing all that up uh, and bringing Chara being an other team, my favorite thing is anytime the Bruins are playing, uh, it's not my favorite thing. It's actually, I hate listening to Jack Edwards so much. 
I will, I will use the option <laughs> to listen to the other team announcers, and they are unbelievable. Um, hearing him talk about McAvoy, like, oh, boy, we had, he's like way back when when the Bruins had Ray Bork. He's new Ray Bork. All the minutes he's logging, all the plays he's making, like he is the, the horse and he is the, the worker of the team. And hearing him talk about it is pretty cool. Um, and, and I heard that all game today with the Capitals. You didn't hear Char much. The only time you hear Char is they say the former Bruins captain. They don't say they don't say Char. <laughs> Char takes the puck away. They don't say Char. You know, throw a hit on this guy. Char, nice goal. It's it's the only comments they have is oh the former Boston Bruins captain. Yeah, they, he had. I think he had one good hit. <clears throat> Uh, this entire series, and that was today, like in the second period, and then he went just back to being the quiet guy, just hanging out at the line. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my question to you is: Do you think this is is Chara done now? Like, because he only had a one year contract with Washington. Um, does he go to oh, Seattle? Does he uh, just retire? Like, no. He ain't the future is for Chara. He ain't retiring, but that's that's a great. Um, possibility or a great thing that if he goes to um seattle i don't know if they want him maybe they do want him maybe they just want to instill like his leadership and his work ethic into a a team that's coming around that'd be great yeah Uh, a little bit of veteran presence yeah i don't see the capital signing him again definitely not because they have to figure out how to sign uh ovechkin and they can't afford other expensive players. Oh, yeah. They got to be very creative. Uh, although Ovechkin was really ineffective this series too. Like <laughs> it almost is like after game two, like he just gave up. Uh, actually, he like game two. He was starting to get frustrated, and then after that bonehead uh, giveaway goal in oh. uh, game three, uh, was it? Uh, was it? Uh, Brown, not Brown. No, who, that's Vegas. Uh, who scored the game winner behind the net in overtime? Smith. Smith. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was like after the Smith thing when he was like yelling in Russian at. Uh, uh, I was wondering. Yeah, Vasilevsky, right? No, it wasn't. It was, was it Samsonov or was it Anderson? Yeah, it was, it was, no, no, it was Samsonov because he was yelling at him in Russian. That's who it was. Yeah. It was. Don't sleep. <laughs> Don't fall. Don't sleep, bitch. Is what I think he yelled at. <laughs> don't don't touch your doorknob because my good friend Vladimir has his hit squad that will come to you. I I didn't realize that Ovechkin doesn't even have an agent. Did you know this? Oh yeah, I think I knew that. He, he negotiates his own contracts. <laughs> well, that's that's how the that's like so Russian. <laughs> he sits down. He's just like a big bottle of vodka. He's like, "We're going to figure this out by the time we're done with this." And they're like, "You're chugging from the bottle, exactly." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you heard it. Did you watch the the Bruins feeds like with Jack Edwards uh, for the games? Um, I did not. Oh my god! So. Um, the 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 talk of all through the games was everybody's saying, well, Ovechkin, they, the, the Capitals need to readjust their power play because Ovechkin is being blocked, being covered so much. And they, that, that's all I talked about was after game two and three. 
oh my god, like every five minutes and every penalty, like oh my god, I can't believe that they're not going out there and reassessing their power play. And Ovechkin just needs to readjust himself, and they need to readjust that to move over and do this and do that. And they didn't do it until the third period of the last game. And they were like, well, it's about time they readjusted. And that's how the whole series went with, I feel, Washington. Like, they didn't do anything. They gave up so much until the last period. They're like, oh, we're, we're in a playoffs? Oh, all right. Okay. Let, let, let's stop playing. And they look so, slow. Yeah. They look ridiculous. It's a, it a good thing that Washington got rid of Barry Trotz because, like, they've done so well since like releasing him. So, actually, let's. Uh, I think something fun to do would be right. to go through um, the different uh, divisions. So, right. we don't have to talk about the Capitals because they're already eliminated. Right. Um, I actually, and I think the Capitals are in a lot of trouble. Like, they showed that they're an old team and they played old, like an old team. Right. Yeah. Like, or, it's. Uh, or did Lavalette also needs to go like Lavalette. Like he's oh yeah, he just, needs terrible. To go. he needs to go like all the rest of his hair on his head. Like that man falls <laughs> in fast. I was thinking about this. Do you think the Capitals looked old and slow or did the Bruins play so sound and so good that they looked like they, they made them look slow, but they just played him so well. No, they did. Um, but I, I, the reason why I think they, they, I think the Washington Capitals looked old was they came out that first game with a game plan. And that first yeah. game was super physical, super hard. And they thought that was the way they punched the Bruins in the face, set a different tone than what the Bruins wanted to play. And they dominated that game. Right. But they couldn't do it again in games two, three, four, <laughs> five. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, yeah, that was like the age is showing of like, oh, we could do it for one game, which is fine during the regular season, but not during a uh, seven game playoff series. Like they just don't have it in them to do it. That was just that was like, my kind of take on it. Just for statistics, like to like the general manager or like the ownership of the Capitals, they'd be like, we just want to know how bad they really are. Can you guys play them two more times and see if they just get worse and worse? <laughs> like it, it's it horrible. It's funny. Like uh, Washington is trying to become uh, Toronto, and now that since winning the cup, they have not won a playoff series, which is they pretty hysterical. I know they haven't made it past first round. It's awesome. But okay, let's go around. The, so, go around so yeah, yeah. So let's finish up the East. So. Another series that I've been really enjoying watching are the Isles and the Pens. Yeah. Um, who do you, who do you like? Oh boy, that's a tough one. I'm going to go. They're currently the they're currently tied. They're currently tied. I'm, I'm going to go with the Islanders. Yeah, I'm with you. I like the Islanders. They're a young, scrappy team that have a lot of attitude. Yep. Um, now, I have a personal bias because I hate the Pens. Um, well, I don't know why. I. I Sidney Crosby is a great player. He is like he does, but I feel like Sidney Crosby is like a LeBron James and that he's such a manufactured star uh, that like, he's very good. He's amazingly he good, but like, yeah, I, I, I don't know why I just have an irrational hate for Sidney Crosby. You know what? I actually, I, I have a love hate with them. I, I love watching him play. I love seeing how he plays. 
it's the stuff that he does without the puck and the small little stuff that you're like, holy shit, this guy's on another level. Until they zoom on his face, and I'm like, I fucking hate you. I can't stand you. There's something about his crybaby face that is so – it just turns me inside of him like, oh, my God, why, you are not a hockey player. You're the biggest baby whining asshole that I've ever seen in a hockey uniform. Yeah, and one of my uh, – what's about and I like I I appreciate his effort as captain to try to fire up his team with some physical play, but he's not a physical guy. So it's always like watching like Finn, my dog, little Chihuahua like super mix. He yells at every large dog. And like, you know, like if he if I ever let him off leash to try to have those fights, he would lose. Like oh, that's yeah. what I feel like. Sidney Crosby is like a like a barking uh like Pekingese, like he's <laughs> like, oh, he's trying to be physical. It, it's like it's like anytime <laughs> I see anytime I see Crosby wanting to fight, it's usually reaching over from the back of a referee and punching somebody in the face. <laughs> <laughs> let me at him! Let me at him! I'm not. I'm, I'm really not trying to hold you back from him. Let me at him! <laughs> <laughs> What? Okay. So, all right. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So, um, let's let's move on to uh, the, so yeah. So aisles aisles uh, you like, and I, I'm with you. I like the aisles as well. I, I I like what Barry Trotz has done. I like the chip on his shoulder that he has of like, oh, look at me. I'm building another franchise. Like, fuck you, Lavalette and uh, the Caps. Right. Like, I, I I love all of that. It's going to be hard watch, fought. Watch Carzell um, on that. Well, how many, how many, unbelievable. How many uh, do you think it's six or do you think it's seven? Seven. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. That's a physical fun series. For those of you listening, if you have not been watching those games, you need to. Like the the Penn's Islander games are fucking fantastic. Yeah, they're uh, and also uh, our mutual friend JT. He's a huge Islanders fan, uh, and it's been fun getting the text from him during the games. <laughs> awesome! Awesome. All right, so uh, then we go to the South. So let's start with the first matchup, which is uh, Canes and Predators. My uh, Predators, Predators pulled off their second double overtime win in a row today to tie the series 2-2 after winning 3-4. Uh, yeah, thoughts? Well, I, that, I, I, I dedicated my day today because um, it's, it's raining and it's, it's windy here. Um, and I was like, well, screw it. I'm just going to watch games all day today. Got up and it was 1230 ish my time when the game started for the, the, um, Nashville, Carolina, and it ended at 430 and the whole goddamn game was jam packed back and forth. Most amazing, fast skating, heavy hitting, Oh my God, big saves. Each goal is amazing. One of the most entertaining games I've watched in the longest time. And it was in Nashville and that rink was packed. So cool. So I'm going with, I think I'm going to go with um, Nashville on this one. They're the underdog. Yeah, they are. Muscling the Hurricanes. See, I'm, I'm, I'm different from you here. I, I, I like Carolina. I think Nashville is a super fun team because of the fact that uh, they're so young. 
they're rebuilding. And it's like what I think what Nashville is proving right now is this is probably not their year. Next year, a couple more roster changes, a couple other things. Like they're going to be a nasty, nasty team. But right now, Rod Brindamore and Carolina, like, it's funny. I was writing down. I, I I did an exercise earlier in preparing for this of like trying to write down names of players on different teams to see who I knew well, and right. I like I and I'm not even knew know well, but like players that I'm impressed by. And when I was going down the Carolina roster, Brady Shea, uh, Martinuk. Zvechnikov, which was the joke at the start of it, like between yep. those two, because that's how Martinuk starts every game is by yell- he started by yelling at him as a rookie and going through. Stahl, McGinn, who had two of the goals, Niederreiter, Dougie Hamilton, Hockenpah, Sebastian Ajo, like that's a stacked team. Like each of those lines oh. in the defense, like on paper, they're really good. Nashville is going to give them a very good test. Um, and I'm, I am worried because Carolina's looked good. Like they're very similar to Nashville. I think in that, like they, they, you could see them being on the, so it is funny. Uh, the guy who's has, uh, you know, permanent internet connection versus the guy in the van is the one who just got kicked <laughs> off. So, uh, to finish my rant, no, I, I think Carolina's stacked. I like them, but they're one of those teams that's like it's 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 a boomer bust season for them. They have all the talent to be able to do it. I like Carolina in the series. I see it going seven, and Nashville. It, this is going to be a uh, what you call it a transformational year for Nashville because they're going to go from being a borderline team to an elite team uh, within the next year. That's my prediction. Yeah. All right. So we disagree on that. I'm going with Nashville yeah. on this when you go with uh, the Carol. Yep. All right. So then we go to the Battle of Florida. Panthers and Lightning. Tampa is currently up 3 1. What you think? Yeah. Well, if you asked me maybe two or three days ago, I would have possibly said Florida, but um, Tampa's just too good. They got too many good players. Uh, I don't know if I think it was Killorn or, or somebody that just went down from a huge slash behind the play. And I don't know if he's out or not, but if he goes down and is not playing, uh, that's Florida may have a chance, but I'm going to probably stick with Tampa being the winner of those two. Yeah. I think uh, Florida is another one of those young teams. That's just right on the edge. Um they still probably, I, I don't think they're as far along as Nashville. They probably still have about two, three years, but it is fun to see the Panthers like have some success again. Tampa definitely wins this round. I, I'm, I'm with you. I think they close out yeah. next game and it's, it's, it's all wrapped up. So let's, uh, let's go North. All right. Uh, oh yeah. No, no I'm going to, I'm going to start. I'm going to, I'm going to start with, uh, the one, because I don't think you've seen the score of what just happened. So I'm going to save that game for, for, for a second. We're going to first talk about the Leafs and the Canadiens tied at one. Uh, thoughts? Oh, my God. I, I don't know. I, 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 I want, Toronto should win this. There's no reason they shouldn't. Even with Tavares out, <laughs> there's no reason they should not win this. 
but they can't win worth a shit. And I just hope whatever happens, it goes to a game seven. <laughs> and and they, they go in there with like a four goal lead into the third period, four to nothing. And that's happening. <laughs> But what, Spoken like a true Bruins fan. Yeah. Well, oh, but, but what my favorite thing in life is, though, they should, somebody should do this. I don't know how they should do a Zoom of just Toronto fans at their homes and have it side by side with the game. It is the funnest thing to watch in life is watching the hearts literally break. And you can see the moment their hearts break and collapse during the third period when they lose. Okay. <laughs> no, it's it is it is it is telling, right? Uh, so the NBA through COVID have put up giant TV screens so that people can like be fans on TV and see like the background at the games. The WWE even freaking does that, where they have like people can zoom in. There is no way in hell if I am Toronto that I would ever approve that to happen because you would just see people throwing shit at the cameras. <laughs> well, I think that's what the team needs. They need to see that in real time. That's the missing element of them ever winning. <laughs> but they've had, but they've had fans inside the arena for all of their other first round chokes over the course of the past several decades. Um, yeah. Uh, I actually I have the Leafs making their way through here with the Canadian versus the Canadians, but losing in the second round. I think they'll break the curse this first one. I do believe I'm with you. I think it goes seven games. It's not going to be easy. And the Canadians are going to to have it, but I do think it's super funny that everybody has been so focused. Uh, it's, it's probably a good thing for him. Everyone's been so focused on Tavares. Meanwhile, Austin Matthews is like an afterthought. Like here's this elite yep. player and nobody like, everyone's like, yeah, no, he's just going to fuck it up too. Like he's a like a, a side <laughs> headline and that um, terrible mustache of his. <laughs> oh my God. And that forehead that doesn't quit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> If he didn't have that mustache, it would be way too much like pale skin on the front of his head. Like it if he wasn't up. a hockey player, the police would be following him around all the time to find out what kids he was trying to uh, molest. Oh, him and Phil Kessel, like if they were the poster boys, <laughs> if he was still on, if he was still on the Maple Leafs, on those are the two best players. It'd be the ugliest <laughs> like hockey players on a team ever. <laughs> After uh, I. Kessel hit some type of milestone. I can't remember if it was like 500 goals or something like that right before the end of the season. And they had a picture of him and it was like, I don't know if he had 500 goals or 500 chicken wings because that man does not look. (laughs) (laughs) You know who he looks like? He looks like the little boy on King of the Road. Is that what it is? King of the Hill. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now Bobby Bobby you need to learn how to pass Bobby learn about he's like well if I wasn't going to get into hockey I could always go into my dad's propane business well, the thing um, I love about Bill Kessel is he, he fully embraces his looks he's like I know I'm not you know a good looking guy like I am the weirdest looking person I embrace it so much but I can for- score a fucking goal yeah 
Oh, I love yeah, that. He's, uh, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. But yeah, I've got, right, I'll, so, I'll go with my, um, the Maple Leafs too out of this one. All right. So then uh, the other matchup in the North is Oilers and Jets, uh, which uh, as of a few moments ago, the Jets just won in OT after being down 4 1 to oh beat the God. Oilers 5 4. Are they uh, now 3 0? And Winnipeg is now 3 0 over the Oilers. Oh my God, that is so insane. <laughs> I would ne- I, I would have thought if you asked me pre like pre playoffs, I'm gonna be like the Oilers are gonna win the Canadian the the yeah, the Canadian division. Wow. So um I uh, am with you, and this is actually a, a question that I had that's prepared because I have my answer that's gonna be with this. Is that so it sounds super easy uh, at this point to pick the Jets to win this series, <laughs> yep. oh, <laughs> especially yeah. after a 3-0. But um, the Oilers actually get my vote for the most overrated team in the playoffs because they have McDavid and Dreisaitl. Yeah. And that's it. They have uh, for as much as so as much as the knock on the Bruins was, is they had the perfection line, but there was nothing that happened after it. And Taylor Hall coming over to the Bruins definitely helped to like expand the, the lines. But Edmonton's like even worse in that regard is that they expect that, and they had it like nothing. Not taking away from McDavid's hundred point season and everything else like that, but let's be honest, the North, the, essentially the Canadian division, wasn't that strong. No, it, it, it it wasn't as strong as some of the other ones that are out there. Like, um, so like those numbers are a little inflated. I like I I liked Edmonton, and when I made out my initial bracket, I had them going a little bit further. But I realized that I was probably playing more into the hype versus how you're seeing them actually perform here in the playoffs. Right. Well, I guess I guess the other line, the other team, you just shut them down, shut that line, dry settle, and. Uh, and McDavid, I guess they don't have much else. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know many other players on the team. I know Darnell Nurse is really good. Um, I'm sure I'm missing a few guys on there, but the Yakupov on that team anymore? I don't know. Well, they have. Yeah. Um, was it uh, man, Ryan Nugent Hopkins? Is it? Uh, is it Yamamoto or Yakamoto? Uh, I can't think Yakupov. of his name. He's also yeah. Yamamoto. Oh, he's, yeah, he's yeah, he's on the Oilers. Like that's another like good player that they have. But man, um, yeah, who's their goalie? I don't know. Smith. Yeah, I think so. There's so many goalies. I don't even know. I don't even. I don't even know the names of goalies of Na- uh, Nashville and Carolina. Except for Nashville's goalie has the biggest eyebrows I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. That was uh, yeah, Smith, uh, Smith and goal, and um, the other person I'm thinking from the Oilers is um, yeah, Yamamoto, the other yeah. winner. Yeah, but otherwise, so, like yeah, like that's uh, that's a team in trouble. Um, they have great flashy players, but there's no supporting cast for them. Like Edmonton, I think is in a lot of trouble. So is it going to be? It's going to be Toronto and Winnipeg. I mean, with current trends, if 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 we're correct and that Toronto yeah. like steps up finally, yeah, uh, 
It would be Toronto Winnipeg. What's this which, series of Montreal Toronto two to one? One one. Oh yeah, that's right. One one. Huh. Why'd they start so late? Because of uh whatchamacallit? The Senators and their COVID profile, they had to close out uh, the Northern League for like right. an extra seven days um, right. to, to, to move things through. All right. Yeah. So uh, last but not least, uh, we move to the West. Yeah. Um, so the Avalanche uh, clinched today uh, earlier with a uh, 4-0 sweep of the Blues completely outplayed by Colorado super dominant. So the only oh. other, uh, only other uh, matchup that we have that's left in the West for us to evaluate is the golden Knights versus the wild where the Knights currently lead three, one. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I obviously go with the Knights and uh, Mark stone and his jazz hands. So that, that, that'd be a good stuff. <laughs> there was a comment on Reddit that they were like, the instant that a hockey player loses his stick on the ice yeah. and tries to celebrate, it's like he doesn't know what to do with his other yeah. hand. Yeah. <laughs> so he just did jazz hands. <laughs> I uh, So I am definitely a homer. I've loved the Golden Knights from their, their start. Uh Mark Stone is unbelievable. Uh, It's awesome to hear uh, the comparisons to uh, Pavel Dudzak, which I think is spot on. Like he's a a special kind of player. Uh, The thing that's I think is is fun about the Knights against the Wild is uh, (laughs) they have never won in regulation in St. Paul their entire four year existence until these past two games. So um, that's exciting to be able to see. And they're doing it without Max Pacioretty, who was their leading uh, point and goal scorer this year. Uh, So injured. He's been injured uh, for quite a while, actually, for like the past nine games. He didn't play at the end of the season, which every uh, Montreal fan is. Yeah. So uh, Max is definitely playing up his doesn't show up in the playoffs to a new level this year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what um, what did he? You know what my favorite thing about Max Pacioretty is that uh, he was the captain of the Canadians, born in Connecticut. Like they made an uh, an American the captain. I thought that was like an awesome dig to the Canadians. Yeah. Um, but so what's wrong with them? Do they say? No. Um, like undisclosed injury. He's now listed as day to day. And my All guess right. is Pete DeBoer is, yeah, I think we have the wild. I'm going to have you continue to rest this way. You're ready for Colorado. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. That's going to be an insane game. Yeah. If that series proves out, I mean, essentially the season series between the two teams was a tie that uh, they're even in terms of wins. Uh, although Vegas had one of their wins be in overtime versus Minnesota, or, uh, Colorado uh, having all of their wins in regulation. Um, I think wow. I, I think Colorado is very good, but I do think that they're beatable. I think they're insanely good. Um, the Landeskog, oh my God. McKinnon, oh my God. Yeah, they're, they're really good. I don't know who the goalie is, though. I can't remember that. Um, Barube? Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah uh, Barube, the goalie. Yeah, uh, I think that's the goalie for Colorado. I watched the Colorado um, 
St. Louis game in Colorado just manhandled St. Louis in every way, and it was re- it, they're pretty they're a pretty good team to watch. Um, so it'll be interesting seeing the Knights. Um, you know, I, I know we're jinxing everybody, right? Um, but I'm pretty sure the Knights are gonna. They have a, a home game, right? Next game. Yeah, uh, so they're here in uh, in Vegas tomorrow night uh, on Monday, and they just increased the capacity even more uh, and released other tickets. So it'll be uh, it'll be fun. It was cool seeing like in uh, Nashville, like how packed that place was today for the game. Like I think they were the X factor for uh, Nashville to win that game today because that crowd was like on fire. And I do feel bad for the Canadian teams because. If like if things stay the same in Canada, whoever wins the North is going to come to one of the U.S. divisions, and it's going to be so unnerving because it won't be like the easy transition of like oh it's twenty five hundred fans and then it's five thousand fans and it's seven thousand fans. They're going to go into going into from playing hockey at a ball to full arena like noise, and they're not like. That first game, whoever the Canadians play, is probably going to be a loss for them because all the stuff of being able to communicate very easily because there's no crowd noise or make line changes or like the coaches be able to talk, like they're going to lose that for sure. Yeah, it's going to be interesting completely. And um, how does it work? Does so? Let's say let's say let's just hypothetically say this. Let's say like the Oiler, the the Jets win. They play the West divisions. No, so then they go back. So once each of the division leaders are determined, yeah, um, they get reseeded based off of regular season rank. So if let's say let's say Winnipeg goes all the way, yeah, that they would play whoever the number one seed is. So if it was like Colorado, Colorado would play Winnipeg, and then the East and the South would play each other. Now let's say. Toronto went all the way. They would play the the first seed of the East. Uh, well, depending because I don't like. I think I was looking at this earlier. Um, I think the way that the regular season tri- um, tripped out that there are a couple of active playoff teams that. Uh, let's see. Um, well, I don't think that's fair. In a way. I don't know. That's that's yeah. That's that's an interesting uh, scenario. Yeah. So if uh, if Toronto makes it through, yep, um, they could actually have home ice advantage against Tampa, Minnesota, Boston, the Islanders, and Nashville. Okay, because um, they had a better record than all of them. All right. Wow. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, I'm super excited to see how this all plays out and so more pumped to see the teams in the second round play. Because it's just going to yeah. get so much better. Every team that ha- that is going to have the chance to win, like there's no slouchers that are going to just slip by to make it to the second round. They're all pretty damn good. Yeah, it's uh, it, there's going to be so much on execution and smart play and uh yeah, it's uh I'm with you. It's going to be exciting. 
So uh, I think with that, that's a, a good point for us to uh, wrap up our uh, connection uh, challenged <laughs> bonus episode of the No Name Road Show, which is actually, yeah, uh, or actually the No Name Goal Show. Uh, super fun bonus episode, Joe, as always, it's a ton of fun. Uh, if you are just tuning in because the fact that you wanted to hear two random dudes talk about hockey, make sure to check out our normal podcast, the, uh, no name road show available on the, all the same platforms and also on Instagram and, uh, Joe, uh, for folks that were super entertained by you, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at MacPhoto underscore land travels. And uh, the, by the way, uh, I'm sorry. It's Mac yeah. photo, Mac photo underscore van underscore travels. Sorry about that. No worries, man. Uh, and also, uh, Joe, uh, for those of you who don't know, is a professional hockey photographer as well. So if you have your teams or otherwise, like, damn, this man's talented. Uh, was has been shooting for the Bruins for a number of years, uh, including uh, being on the ice uh, for the Stanley Cup. Uh, like super cool stuff, but uh, yeah. dude, uh, super fun. Uh, look forward to doing this again, and uh, we'll talk hey, soon. Bud. All right, see you. All right.